Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Get ready. It's time for... Operation Late Night Excitement. Top rated late night radio. The awesomest night of all time. After dark. It's Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. You deserve a fun night. On King of OX. Happy Valentine's Day, dude. Uh, happy Valentine's Day. Here it is, the 14th of February. We are halfway through the second month of the year. That's a good That's good news. Here's This pretty much sums up Valentine's Day for me. For you. Yeah, it's, it's a tweet that I'm reading right now. It yes. said, a guy said, I asked my dad what he's doing for Valentine's Day. Yeah. And he said, your mom and I have been married for 40 years, so we don't care much about that stuff. Then he said, I went in and asked my mom what she's doing for Valentine's Day. And she said, I don't know, but I hope your dad has something planned. <laughs> Doesn't that pretty much sum it up? Yeah. There's a lot of responsibility on the male in a relationship. Now, I don't know what it's like in same-sex married couples. Yeah. But in, but in like, you know, husband-wife stuff, there's oh. a lot of pressure on the guy, man. Dropped the ball. Yeah. I and, dropped the ball. Yeah, you did? I dropped the ball. Yeah. Did you realize it was Valentine's well, Day? Well, it was a Super Bowl. Yes, I mean you know you got the stuff going on, and then you know you 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 got you got to get you know food bought for the for the Super the Bowl. The tailgate, yeah, you got to do and, all you that. You know, and you don't realize perhaps <clears throat> that the following Monday is Valentine's Day, and perhaps you have forgotten to procure flowers, cards, chocolates, dinner. Um, yeah. When in doubt, just go on and do a radio show, and you can make that your excuse. It's not good. So I, I just, I just, I just, I just called my lovely bride, and I said, "Sweetheart, I realize I may have dropped the the ball on Valentine's Day." She said, "Oh, sweetie, that's fine. I gotta go. Goodbye." <laughs> so I'm not sure if that means no worries. I'm really busy with something right now. I'll talk to you later, or whether that means. You uh-huh. jerk. You're a jerk. You're, you, you thoughtless well, cretin. Well, knowing Georgian, I'm going to put it in the, the first category, yeah, which now? is that I think she was busy doing something else. Well, she may have been. And yeah, I well, you probably was. left her a list of chores to do, no, right? No, 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 no. She's got to get the tulips printed, planted no. in time for the fall. In fact, I let, her, I let her sleep in this morning, uh, which makes me feel good about that. Uh, you know, I have to I have to creep around. It's, we, we got the wood floors now in the bedroom. Do they creak? Not yet, but they're yeah. wood floors. So right. like when you step on them, they're, you know, it's not a carpet. It makes noise. 
So, you know, she's sleeping, a little lovely thing there. It's beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. And, uh, and so I'm trying not to wake her up, you know, and Gus is laying on his bed over on the floor there. And so I'll, uh, I got up really early this morning because I had a ton of stuff to do. For That was the other thing. I'm very busy at work right now. Yeah. Like my real job, the job that actually pays me money. Totally, right. I'm very busy. Right. And so... I, I, Valentine's Day may have just kind of slipped on by. No, I understand. I've but been there. You know, there. there's a sense in which, Michael, that every day is Valentine's when Day. When you're living with me. Yeah. And uh, so tomorrow is another opportunity for me to shower this woman. With but here's love. what it comes down to. What? Right? What? So back in my single days, like well, I'm single now, but when you would... You've always been single. Right. But you'd have to send flowers to somebody, right? Well, they jack the prices up like four or five times what they normally are. Yeah. To send flowers, yeah. right? Oh, Especially roses, the which, roses. by the way, is the most overrated flower on the planet. Agreed. They don't last long. Agreed. They smell okay. They smell okay. They're just okay. They kind of get on your nerves now, after a little bit. You you know, they're my, sitting there in the kitchen and... Uh, you want to yeah. know what my secret is? Huh. Daisies. Daisies. Now, you don't want to know why I send daisies to people? Well, <laughs> who do you send daisies to? Well, whenever I'm in a relationship, really? I'll send daisies. I send tulips, too. I like tulips. But yeah. the reason I send daisies, yeah. they live the longest. Like, daisies can the last daisies. 10, 12 days in water. Huh. And, you know, for 10 or 12 days, you have to think about me. Roses, those suckers are done in four or five days. Yeah. You know, they show up. They're beautiful. Oh, now, do you get the do you do you, do you get the, do you get the roses that are still in the bulb form, or do you get them once they've exploded? How do I the... know? I'm usually talking to somebody online or or on the phone. Oh no, the... no 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 no. You go no. pick them out. You have to pick them. Yeah, out. Yeah, but I I don't I don't have time to go drop by flowers. When you make a phone be... call, a phone call flower is of very little value. Oh, come on. Very little value. I sent flowers to... Uh, Very little value. I sent flowers, and when I send them, I send them a, a couple of days in advance. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that, that you can be like, oh, how lovely. How thoughtful. How thoughtful. And I never send roses at Valentine's Day because no. it's too freaking expensive. Well, it's the flower of love, though. Yeah. But, I mean, you listen, you, what's up? I bet a dozen roses, you know, sent via courier or however you do that. $600. I bet it's a, I, no, I bet it's 100 It's ridiculous. That's why you go to the store mm-hmm. and you for the look, cash and carry. Yes, and you and you and you survey the the flowers there. Yeah, and you hand select. It's all about hand. Select. No, you don't hand select. You they hand already se- come in little bushels. Not when you do it the way I do it, buddy. Oh, you come on. hand select the flower. You say, "I'll take this one right here." Yeah. Here's a little little baby's breath over there. Put a put a little. Oh, light in that's there. a terrible thing. Yeah, a little white, uh, whatever yeah. they are, dandelions. And then uh, here's another. And, and yeah. you get you get your thirteen yeah. thirteen roses. Uh-huh. That's when you really are saying, oh, "I love you." The baker's you. dozen. I love you. Yeah. And uh, and then you bring them home and you get them when they're still bulbs, Michael. Uh huh. So that you hand the bulbs over and then twenty four hours later, they die. Boom. There yeah. they are. Uh-huh. No, they don't die. They 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 flower. They, they little uh, what you call them? So what do you call well, them? They open they, up. They yeah, blossom. They, that's they blossom. What they do? Yeah, they blossom. But the flowers. Listen, a t- little little trick for you. Get the daisies. All they right. last forever. Right. They're a lot the cheaper. Yeah. Here's the other thing. I I I always buy like a week before Valentine's Day, because you you know that you're paying you're uh, paying twenty uh, something bucks just for them to last, drive the suckers there. That and been last Monday, if we were paying attention. Yeah. You know, and but then, then then they charge you twenty bucks to have them delivered. Right. See, you know, but I guess if you're married, you can walk in with roses and be like, "Oh, look, honey, I did this, sweetheart." Yeah, but 
Here's don't you don't you roses. think she would rather open the flowers when you're not there? Like you know, oh ding dong, oh here's the FedEx man. Wonder what he's got. Oh my gosh, it's roses on Valentine's well, Day. Well, and the thing though, you know what's so hard about being married to me? Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, like it, let it, me get out my book for the list uh, here. Well, I mean it's <laughs> difficult because I'm so wonderful to live with. Yeah. It's hard to kind of elevate that, uh-huh. you know, on a one day kind of a thing yeah. like Valentine's. I mean, you know, well, when you, when when you've got the what what could be the the finest lifestyle that's yeah, ever been Yeah. When you got George Clooney, what more could you ask for in life, right? What could you right? possibly want? Well, a man who cleans the dishes. Yeah. A man who says yes to did, any did question. Did you clean up at the Super Bowl last night? It's uh, 13 after the hour here at the Voice of St. Louis. Uh, what do we uh, have on the show? Well, we're going to visit with John Jr., who you may remember, said, take it to the bank. Yes, he did. It's going to be the Bengals. He did. Joe I'm Burrow. telling you, Joe Burrow is going to win it. Kelly, you don't know what you're talking do about. Do we have any of the sound from Jr.? We, we we're going to have it. All right. We're going to have it. So, so we're going to step aside and know I did not clean up after the Super Bowl last night. Buddy, you're striking out. <clears throat> what did you, no you, you guys eat? Uh, I cooked up a little Saratoga ribeye. Yeah. You heard of these? Oh, yeah. It's got the little string on it. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I cut the string off oh, and of I course. cut it up into pieces. Yeah. Yeah. I, by the way, have you ever gone and, and cooked something up and then you have a string and you're trying to cut it and you can't cut through the string? You're like, what the heck is this? It's a string. Yeah. Why, yeah. why do they put a string around the meat? Well, they want the, hold they want it together. to hold the meat together there. Yeah. yeah. Because the Saratoga is, you know, you, you got, you got stuff going on there. Yeah. There's a lot of little fat in there. And yeah. Stuff. But yeah. it was good. I had that in a piece of salmon. And uh, that was pretty much it. Uh, no flowers came for me today. Yeah. No Valentine. Yeah. <laughs> All my sisters always ask me to be my Valentine. I can relate. <laughs> yeah. That's John Hancock. I'm Michael Kelly. Next yeah. up, John Jr. We're rolling. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at 
at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. Kind of a fitting song for our next guest on the celebrity guest line. Yeah, talking about our NFL insider. NFL insider whose name is John Hancock Jr. Yes. You know, it was just last week. Yeah. Our NFL insider had this to say in oh, previewing Super Bowl mm-hmm. 56. Mm-hmm. It is the Bengals all the way. It's a lock. The touts out there, they'll charge you hundreds, thousands of dollars for their lock of the year. <laughs> I'm telling you right now for free. Bengals plus four, and honestly, Bengals money line. It's guaranteed automatic. Well, John Jr. joins us on the Celebrity Guest Line. How are you, Mr. uh, First of all, the plus four did cover, so let me set the record straight on that. (laughs) And I'd like to wish a happy Valentine's Day. Well, I'd like to wish a happy Valentine's Day to all the lovely couples out there, Michael, because I am devastated. In fact, I have never been worse. I haven't been this upset since Reputation didn't get a Grammy nomination for Album of the Year. And I owe an apology. I owe an apology, I really do, to one Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. for even alluding to the fact that Joe Burrow could be Brady-esque when there's not a quarterback in the entire league today worthy to be compared to Tom Brady. And yeah, I'm disappointed in Joey B's performance last night. I'm still optimistic for the future, without a question, without a doubt. But he had his opportunity. He could have risen to the occasion, seized the moment, and he simply didn't deliver. Well, oh, wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Like, oh, how many names, whatever, however many names you gave Tom Brady there? What were Thomas Edward? Uh, Patrick Brady Jr. Yeah, whatever. Uh, if he would have gotten it done, John, our NFL insider, if he would have gotten it done, Stan Kroenke would have been sitting in his little whatever watching somebody else play in the Super Bowl. Tom Brady is the reason the Rams are taking home the Lombardi Cup. What do you think about that? Oh, well, you know, Matt Stafford was able to do what Patrick Mahomes couldn't, and uh, it's unfortunate, but, you know, happy for Matt. But, unfortunately, being happy for Stafford means that Stan Kroenke is also very happy. All right, let's talk about the officiating at the end of that game. Um, Very, uh, very unequal officiating throughout the game. You had the face mask on on the Bengal touchdown at the start of the third quarter, but then you had that devastating phantom holding call on the defense that gave the Rams first and goal. Uh, what's your take on the officiating? Yeah, it was a it was a tight call. The holding late, you know, they seemed like they kept throwing flags. But I'm not going to call it a ref show. Uh, when you had Higgins on that first uh, touchdown in the second half, he was just went WWE threw down the safety and didn't get called on that touchdown. So you know, it goes both ways. I don't think you can put this one on the refs. Unfortunately, the Bengals, Joe Burrow, went punt, 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 turnover on downs, last five drives, one touchdown, nice is the game. And a lot of that goes on Zach Taylor, the head coach. Hmm. Well, they did, though. The officials did blow uh, an illegal procedure call on the same play that the defensive holding occurred. And when you go back and look at the replay, three of the four defensive linemen jumped before the ball was snapped, no call. Big, yeah, big the, no call. The O-line, the O-line jumped. There was a false start. They missed it. Um it was a shame to have the game, you know, come down like that with the flags playing a key role. Uh, but it you can't just give Eli Apple a, an out like that. I mean, he just got lit up by Cooper Cup after he was chirping all after the <laughs> AFC Championship leading up to the Super Bowl. I'm an Eli Apple guy, but that's, that's tough. He got he got cooked by Cup. Wow. 
That's a good little summary of what we witnessed last night. He's our NFL insider. He really is. So what, what, what is your... What what do you forecast for the Bengals in the upcoming year? Do you feel as though they can still was this a a moment of magic or is this something they can t- continue to build on? It was certainly a moment of magic. Uh, they had the twentieth best offensive line, and you know that got exposed against Donald Von Miller. And we got to put some respect on uh, Ernest oh, Jones. Oh, he came out name? there with Ernest Jones. Old Ernest came out there seven tackles out of nowhere. And they destroyed that line. Uh, they had a 14% success rate, which means they were successful on 14% of their block attempts. Uh, the fact they made it this far is incredible. They got to shore up that line this offseason. They got the offense. Their defense played incredibly well down the stretch and in the playoffs. I think the future is bright, especially in that division. You got one of the great frauds of all time, Baker Mayfield. He's not <laughs> going to be a threat. Uh, the Steelers don't have a quarterback. Lamar's going to come back. He's going to be healthy. Ravens will be tough, but far from the toughest division in football. Well, there you go. Did you watch the halftime? I did. I you know I watched the halftime show, and I was sitting there thinking, ah, oh, this is great. They're finally not catering this to the old people until I realized Dr. Dre and Snoop are in their 50s, Eminem's 49. <laughs> if it was catered to me, that means I'm becoming the old people. Well, what, would, what did you want, Katy Perry out there? No, I don't want Katy Perry and that terrible shark. That's, that's a great Super Bowl, best one I could remember, maybe second only to Prince. Uh, it was a phenomenal halftime show. I yeah. thought. Well, you know what? You you got to give it to Prince. Now I'm you know I'm not a big I'm uh, a Prince fan. I'm not a big pop music aficionado. That may come as right. a shock to some of right. you, but but it was Prince who in Super Bowl yada da da he was out there during the halftime show and it was raining. Yeah. And he went through three. He shorted out three electric guitars because it was raining. Interesting. And his main song was Purple Purple Rain. Rain. He's doing Purple Rain in the rain with shorted out guitars because of the electricity. Unbelievable. It may have been the best halftime show in the history of the NFL. I got to tell you, I thought last night was great. No, I'm with you. I think that uh, if I were ranking them, I got, well, we may come back to this later, but Prince and I liked Michael Jackson. Of course, you too at our Super Bowl down in New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah, but this last night was really quite a production. Let me ask our uh, our NFL insider. So this guy, Snoopy Dog. Um, Snoop Dogg, come on, you're better than that. You're better than yeah, that. Yeah, he's the D.O. Double G. The yeah, uh, D.O. Double G. What, what, how long has he been? I mean, has he got a lot of hits or something? Yes! Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've i never seen you be this out of touch before. Yeah, well, you don't spend much time with him anymore. <laughs> he's quite out of touch. You seen the candidates uh, he's I, helping? <laughs> and I thank you for that, Michael. <laughs> so, John Jr., how about the kicker? For uh, the Bengals, doesn't even go into the locker room in the halftime. He sits on the bench and watches the entire performance because why does he need to go to the locker room? He's only there to kick, right? Yeah, he went perfect. What was it, fourteen, fourteen? I think in the postseason, ice in his veins. I say, let him, uh, yeah, let him watch the show. Yeah, yeah, that was impressive. <laughs> I was, I was really surprised talking about kicking. You know, when he was here, Johnny Hecker was the best punter in the NFL, perennial All Pro. Punter. Right, he did not have a good game last night. Is that is that typical now? Is Johnny Hecker devolved that much, or did he just have a bad night? You know, I got to be honest, I'm not a punting expert. Um, <laughs> you know, I think it's probably just an off off night, and he's got to be getting up there in age too. What'd you think of Stan Kroenke without his stash? So I uh, left uh, my viewing party as soon as the uh, final whistle sounded. I didn't want to see that man on television. Yeah, well, he was—he's without a mustache now. He was bullied. Pro- probably, 
probably not a great mug to be looking at. Yeah. <laughs> he was he was bullied as a kid. This I'm telling you, he was poor. He he had old shoes. The kids used to make fun of him. Yeah. And his obsession with money all goes back to his being bullied uh, in rural Missouri somewhere, and um, and that's informed the personality he's become. Very sad. Well, he's a dirtball. <laughs> well, that that too. John Junior, you agree? Oh, of course. I mean, how could you not, knowing what he did? Now that you've been our uh, NFL insider, we're going to be transitioning to March Madness. Will you become our basketball, college basketball insider as well? Absolutely. I think Slew's going to make some noise. Oh, you think they're going to go to the tournament this year? I think so. They uh, have a great, great group of uh, guys. <laughs> what, are you second do- place what are you doing down second- there? Are you dropping stuff in the office? The, What's going on? The microphone dropped. Oh, boy. Really? Well, you, you're at least you can get it to work. Your father can't even figure out how to get the doggone thing to work. <laughs> yeah, you, he got it on the AirPods last week up in Chicago. Yeah, yeah well, buddy, how, how is Chicago? Uh, it's great. Um, you know, My it's, kind of town, you know. Yeah, it's got its uh, you know downfall certainly, but you know overall it's a great place to be. And a lot of the similar to St. Louis, a lot of the rumors of its imminent demise have been blown out of proportion. Huh. Well, I'd, certainly, uh, s- certainly could be greatly improved with better leadership, but yeah. still the Windy City. Yeah, well, I mean, come on. It's Chicago. It's one of the great cities in America. It's cold as heck up there, though, isn't the it? The second city. It uh, is yeah, the second it wasn't, city. It wasn't too cold uh, when I was up there, but definitely not ready for these winters. You remember when we used to go watch those uh, improv comedies in Chicago when you were younger, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Going up there to the Second City Theater. Yeah, and so one of the actresses in that is the gal that's now doing the Toyota commercials. Uh, she, huh? She's probably, one, she's probably one of the standout uh, pupils, one of the more impressive alumni with that on the resume. <laughs> Gotta be. I mean, she does Toyota commercials. I mean, that's Being a good deal. Pupils. <laughs> Dude, well, this kid's humor. Huh? He's like you, but sharper and, and, and quicker. Thank you, thank you, Michael. <laughs> it's like it's like uh, Brady Senior versus Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. Jr. <laughs> <laughs> that is our NFL insider John Hancock Jr. Thank you for that insight. I'm sorry you were so wrong, uh, but they still cover though. They still cover. They did cover. We'll uh, we'll get yeah, but them. You said to even bet the money line. You came out 50-50. It's a wash. <laughs> Thanks, John. We'll get him next year. Take That's care. John Hancock. When we return, well, there's more stuff and things right here. I'm KMOX. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. I love it at night. On King of OX. That... Is seven four time. Seven four time played with a three six ninety. Six seven one. Here we go. Three four five six seven one. Uh, that's a uh, little Pink Floyd out there. I've heard them. Piece is called Money. It's from the uh, album. Well, yeah, money was like the big topic of a lot of the commercials I seen. All right, here, my turn for a rant. All right. Super Bowl commercials. Okay, best commercials have the animals in them. 
Yeah, but, the Clydesdales. Yeah, I love the Clydesdales and all that stuff. But most of the commercials, I didn't know what the heck they were selling. Eugene Levy. Uh, I like him, right? You know who I'm talking about? Oh, the guy yeah, from, yeah, the guy from the, the big the, eyebrows yeah, yeah, and all that other yeah. stuff. All of a sudden, he's turning into an action star. I think he was selling a car. Yeah. But you don't realize that that's what they're selling. And then how about all this crypto, Coinbase, I don't get it. NFT? I don't get I it. I don't understand it. But, John, they were paying $7, 8000000 million a 30-second spot. $7 million to, for 30 seconds. Unbelievable. Yeah, to be able to advertise that crypto stuff. Now, are they paying for it in the, in the crypto? Uh, Who knows? I would have to be real money. But so what seems, is that stuff? You got the you got the Bitcoin out there. Yeah, no, there's so many you of them. You got the Wazi. Dogecoin. Yeah. Bitcoin. Blah, blah, blah. There was so many of them. And, and it... I didn't. I didn't understand half of the commercials. I didn't either. And the crypto ones make no sense. And, to me. and they're not worth. Am, am I wrong about this? They're not worth anything right now. Well, the, crypto's not worth anything. It's all made up, oh. right? And so what? It's it's this Coinbase technology. I, I don't really understand it, but I'm going to tell you what I do. All know right, you about tell it. me. Uh, this okay. this will be informative for so all. So it's Coinbase technology, where meaning that they've created currency, two thousand coins out of nothing. Out of nothing. Yeah. And the value of them is what you believe the value to be. Well, and then all of a sudden well, people are buying them. But who, put, you know, now Tom Brady's getting into it. He's got some. Matt Damon is into crypto. Uh, QBC. What's the guy's name? RBG. What, what was the guy that played to OJB? OBJ. Oh, for the, OBJ yes, is yes. into crypto. Everybody's into I knew crypto. I'd get there if I put my spoon in the I don't alphabet get it. soup enough. But but you know the, the commercials that you could understand were yeah. the beer commercials, the Bud Light one, well, where yeah. where beer. Peyton comes walking in. You know, and there's Stu, Steve Buscemi. There's what? Brooks Kepka playing uh, yeah. pool. Playing pool. Yeah, there's the the oh. big soccer star. What's her name? The no. girl, the, the soccer star that everybody yeah. loves. She's there. Oh. And then all of a sudden comes walking in the tennis gal. You yeah. know what I'm talking old, about? Uh, uh, Serena Williams. Yeah, right? Oh, was they it? Were, yeah, it was oh. her. <clears throat> and Serena Williams comes walking in, and they're, they're selling Michelob Ultra. Yeah. You know what it is. You know. You, you can touch it. You can taste it. You can drink it. it. Yes. You can go actually physically get it. Yes. Crypto. No. Nothing. No. It's like insurance. But at least with insurance, which I think is a big scam. Well, you get a card with your insurance. You get a, yeah. And if something goes wrong, you at least have somebody to call. Yeah. With crypto, it's... It's nothing. It's it's made up nonsense. Well, it's a it's a throwback. Uh, what to what? The the old the old days, Michael. When you know back in the before we had before we had the mighty dollar. Mm-hmm. You know, people were out there and they were living in their tents and caves. Yeah. And uh, you know, you you go out and you, you kill a buffalo. Right. You drag it back into the tent there. Uh-huh. Well, you got more buffalo than uh, than the family can eat. Right. And so. The but then you give some away to people. Well, you don't give it or away. Or you trade. You barter. You, yes. And but so, you would barter with something. Not necessarily. So at some point, they developed, uh, you know, using their little, uh, uh, what you call them, uh, with the rocks. Hammer and sickles? Yeah, with the okay. little rocks, and they'd, they'd make these little coins. Shekels. Yes. And they would start then trading the little rock pieces for a piece of yes. the buffalo. And the, 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 that is cryptocurrency. No, but crypto, there's no physical thing. 
There's nothing well, there. Well, we're in a virtual world now. But, I mean, back, you know, they didn't have the, they didn't have the though, internet back in the... Uh, are we really in a virtual world? Did you see the Facebook commercial where they're, like, showing you, like, a neighborhood and everybody's walking around with these eyeglasses that's on? That's called the... Uh, the metaverse. The metaverse. That's, that's, absurd. that's absurd. Like, literally, we live on the greatest planet, this, this coincidence of life that has taken place. There's no coincidence. Okay, whatever. Right. But there's a big planet here yeah. with everything to see. And it's got Who a full moon Who in their right tonight? mind needs to have all of their entertainment in some cyber world of ones and zeros wearing glasses and selling imaginary money? They, like, at least with the dollar bill. You know that it has the full faith and credit of the United States behind it. Now, there, who knows what that means? George Washington right, right there. Right, but there, there's some trust there, and there's some belief. This crypto, this could be some goofball in his basement who came up with crypto. Probably was. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think at, 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 the, at the foundation of all of it, I think people are generally miserable. And Amen. and so so you've got this misery that you're dealing with, and uh-huh. so you you create some money over here, and you know, right. it might make you happy for a little bit, and then you got your meta, you put your Google's on, and you know, all of a sudden you you're in Cleveland or something. But I mean, Facebook's a pretty smart company. Like they became one of the biggest companies on the planet. Mark Zuckerberg became one of the richest men. He's betting it all on the fact that we're going to be into this metaverse stuff. And I got to tell you. There's so much of the real universe that I want to explore. I don't want to explore the metaverse. I agree. And and by the way, the metaverse, like, oh wait, yo, oh well, I have a house in the neighborhood next to Snoop Dogg. Well, I, what is that all about? It's all imaginary, right? Like people are selling property in the metaverse. Like, are we this dull as a society that yeah. we've bought into this nonsense well, of crypto? It's like, it's or like, how about I'm going to sell you a picture yeah. that everybody else in the world has? Okay. It's going to be a digital picture. All right. Picture of what? A, well, a downtown St. Louis. All right. The beautiful arch. Okay. Now, I'm going to sell it to you. Yeah. And it's going to be what we call a uh, NFG. T. T. A non-fungible token. Thing. Yeah. Thing. All right. Uh huh. Everybody else has got the same picture, but you own that digital picture. Oh wait a minute. Yeah. No. That's exactly how it works. And it, what's it's a file you download? Oh, and you... wait. You're the one who likes so and so ate my bit my finger. Charlie bit my finger. Charlie bit my finger. Perfect yes. example. All right. Okay. So the YouTube video of Charlie bit my finger. Millions of views. Someone sold that as an NFT to one human being. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you own the original. Charlie bit my Charlie finger. bit my finger. I but did. guess what? I can Google it right now and play it, play it, and yeah, watch yeah. it. Are you sure? Yes. Charlie oh. bit my finger. I, I mean, is that not the most ridiculous thing in the world that you're going to buy a digital thing so that you can say you own that? But what do you own? Well, Everybody's got it. That's why. That's like uh, when you name the star after yourself. Now that's what we are. You, you buy somebody pu- publishes the star registry, and they've got all the stars listed up there. And you buy a star, and you call it the Michael Kelly. I can buy Bono. Uh, yeah. Well, you mean a star like a physical star I'm uh, in the sky in, in this galaxy? I thought there. you were talking about like a big star. No, the star registry that was a thing like twenty years ago, <laughs> where you 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 go on the eight hundred line and you give them your credit card and you name a star after yourself. Really? Yeah. Do you have a star named after you? Of course not. But yeah. it's the same principle it's as what no, you... It's nothingness. Yeah. 
It's silly. Yes. But, John, it was better than half the commercials last night on the Super Bowl, the most valuable television time in the United States. Half of the commercials were for something that is is nonsense. <laughs> it's made up. What about Doritos? Were they there? Yeah, Doritos. No, okay. Right. What about the M and M's? Were they there? I don't know that M and M's had a commercial. They did not. There, there are a lot of car commercials. Lots of electric cars. Everybody selling yeah, an electric yeah, car. Yeah. Um, beer. I like beer. Yeah. So the you know, Bud Light Ultra. Well, they had the seltzer too. The seltzer were, waters. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, that was all good. Um, lot. How about the? How about the the uh, the bouncing QR code? Did you see that one? I missed it. How did you miss it? I have no idea. It was a 45-second commercial where there was just this thing bouncing around. And it it was so annoying that after bouncing around for about 20 seconds, I thought, okay, I put my camera to it, and I looked at it, and guess what it was selling? What? Crypto. Wow. It was so silly. Wow. We are dumb people. You know what? Right now, call in 436-7900. For the low price of four thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars, yeah, you can you own can the air. own the air, a piece, the the air that Hancock and Kelly the, spoke on the this frequency. evening. You yeah. can own, and the we will frequency. certify it for you. Eleven twenty. Yeah, no, we will certify we'll the air of which we've used. How for many less, lots we got here? Uh, fifty thousand so, red hot lots. So if you call in and you four thousand dollars, fifty thousand, that's like uh, you know eight bucks a lot. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah. You own the. Now we're not going to sell you future stuff. We're just going to sell you what we've done. Yeah, right here. What well, we yeah. right now. This yeah. space that we're in right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to sell it to you for five thousand dollars. Four three four ninety nine. I can't wait to see what happens. Listen to this. About to be a great night. Really good tonight. Yeah. This is one hell of a night. Now. Back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly on King of OX. So last night during the Super Bowl, yeah. um, my friend Joel Schwartz, who came in with us on Friday. Fascinating. Yeah. he They previewed his movie with the one with Renee Zellweger and Josh Dumel. Fascinating. Uh, that they're playing him. Now, Joel Schwartz is the local, trial, uh, the local uh, criminal defense attorney. Here in St. Louis, he named he uh, was defending a guy named Russ Faria. Yeah, Russ was accused of uh, killing his wife, uh, even though he was playing cards with his buddies at the time of the killing. And it later comes out that it was Pam Huff, Hup, Hup, that was behind it all. And we all are well familiar with the Pam Huff because story. she killed her mother, and then she yeah. killed a, a somebody with special needs, special needs but guy. But she killed this woman. Yeah, well, in an insurance scam, yeah. of some type. So, right. It's okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. And so Joel, uh, no, that's all right. So Joel's this this attorney and and Russ Faria uh, originally hires him. hires him and original originally he gets convicted of murder. Yeah. And it comes out later that the prosecutor and the investigator having an affair were having an affair and they were planting it on this guy. Um, and Joel was sick to death. And for three and a half years after this guy was convicted and in jail, yeah, he got it back to a retrial and gets the guy uh, acquitted and helps expose that Pam Hupp was the lady who was behind all this. So it was kind of weird. Killed other people. Killed other people. And it was kind of weird to see... The, the previews for this for a guy that I know. Like, it's this is a buddy, buddy of mine. Yeah. It's like a drinking for him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a criminal defense lawyer in town. Uh, he went through this incredible experience and wrote a book called Bone Deep. You can buy it. At, uh, I think it goes anywhere public on February 22nd, but it's yeah. already sold, selling like crazy uh, on Amazon and other places. And it's his story. Yeah, and they've made 
countless Dateline episodes. Six or out of seven this. of them. I mean, them. you know, yeah. these Dateline real crime yeah. episodes. And, and, you know, you're representing this guy, this husband whose wife has been murdered. <laughs> he gets tagged with being the murderer. He didn't do it. Well, he was playing cards. He playing like cards you and I with playing pool. Yeah. And he had his alibi, and none of it mattered. They went to try. It was up in Lincoln County, Missouri. Yeah. Uh, just two counties north from St. Louis County. And, you know, and here this guy goes to prison. And Joel, who is a very good criminal defense lawyer yeah. in town, he couldn't believe it. And so he, he fights and finally gets the guy exonerated. And uh, and they they did win a, a nice settlement afterwards, too, did they? As, as he should have. Yeah. But yeah, well, so, it was a it was a it was a, a job. I mean, the investigator, the prosecutor working together. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah, and you know, can you imagine being in jail for three and a half years for? First of all, your wife is dead, right? And you're accused of the murder, and you didn't do it. Now, more often than not, they, you, when wives or husbands die, you know, the, the number one yeah, suspect is going to potentially is. be yes. the, the lover. Yep. But I mean, that wasn't the case. So you're spending three and a half years in jail for killing your wife when you didn't do it. Now, everybody's innocent in jail, right? Everybody in jail says they're innocent. Everybody's yeah. innocent. And but, that would be frustrating, too, if you really were innocent. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, well, but anyway, it was kind of cool to see, uh, well, I mean, come on, Josh Dumel. This is a, like an A-list actor is playing my buddy. And uh, Renee Zellweger is playing uh, Pam Hub. I think it all starts here in March uh, on television, but... He gave us a copy of the book. I encourage you to go out and get it bone deep. And, and it reminds me, you know, when we were doing that interview, John, I'm I'm terrible with names, as you know. Yeah. And so I had read the 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 name, and I came up with Faria. Yeah, it's Faria. And it was Faria. Yeah. And so I said, uh, Joel, before we went on, how long did you represent Russ Faria? And he goes, no, it's Faria. <laughs> and now I've already processed it in my head that I'm going to call it Faria. And he tells me it's Faria. And so I'm practicing Faria, Faria, Faria. Here comes the first question. So, Joel, how long did you represent Faria. Russ Faria? Yeah. And it's inevitable. It's, it just isn't it amazing how your brain processes things and then you hear it differently? Well, that's like my hill. You know, he he likes to yeah. he likes to book these guests that have these ridiculous names. Oh, and, uh, who was the one guy that he Tulo, got? Tulo Ularoni. Yeah, I don't think that was his name. But you called him That's Tulo That's what I call him. I mean, you look at the, you got this, you know, the, he gives you the rundown, my hill. He gives you the uh -huh. sheet, you know, and then you got this name on there, and it's the Baba He doesn't pick uh, an easy name. No. Bob Smith. Yeah, no. Bob Smith never no. reports for and, 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 a, a and, and book and that we're going to be talking about. You know, about. I got to introduce this guy, and the poor guy's on the line. Yeah. You know, and, you feel, and you just butcher Jordan his name. Is, Tulo Oloroni. And, I, you know, the guy's, you know, whatever. <laughs> How do you think Jack Bucket handled it? He just said, well, today we have a mystery guest. Yeah, he would have said. Why Tulo don't you tell us your name? T-U-L-O-L-O-L-R-O-N-I. <laughs> Tulo Oloroni. Maybe that's what we ought to start doing anymore. You know what? We're going to talk to you about the Ukrainian incident. And on the line with us is a very special guest. Guest, tell us your name. Well, <laughs> thank you. My name's Tulo Oloroni. <laughs> Because who would know how to pronounce that well, name? Well, we do actually have the president of the Ukraine's name coming up in our next segment because we're going to talk about that. What and, is his uh, name? Well, we're gonna we're gonna work on it together, Michael. And, well, uh, we, well, like like Putin, that's an easy one, right? And you can call him Vlad for sure. Yeah. So you this know. guy is it's not it's not Vladimir, it's Volodymyr. Volodymyr. V o l o d y m i r. Uh is his first name. Really? Yeah. I'm worried about this stuff in Ukraine. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I in our lifetime, John Hancock, something that we read about in history books potentially may take place. A country may invade another sovereign nation. I mean, that's really crazy if you think about it. Well, I mean, it happened when when Iraq invaded Kuwait in the 1990s. A little different, right? Kuwait's what, the size of the city of St. Louis? Right, yeah. I mean, this is a major, major country. This is a, the second biggest country that used to make up the former Soviet Union. Yeah, no, it's it's huge, and um, they're they're expecting it's going to happen as early as Wednesday now that the Russians are going to invade the country, and um, I guess it'll be televised, huh? Yeah, we'll, we'll all get to see. Well, the we've t- got we've got reporters in Kiev, which used to be Kiev. Kiev. Well, when, when did we change the name Kiev to Kiev? I don't know because it was always Chicken Kiev. Kiev, Kiev. You know, back in the day, you'd have the Chicken Kiev. I thought it was. Chicken Cacciatore. No, well, no, that, was... no, Chicken Kiev, and then, now it's Kiev. But uh, really, what's what's a Chicken Kiev? It's uh, you know, it's got chicken in it. And what else? And Kiev. <laughs> I have no idea. Hey, we got to step aside. He's Michael Kelly. I'm John Hancock. When we come back, we are going to talk about the crisis uh, on the Ukraine border and what the implications are for America. That's next on Camo X.